Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I am Chris Witt, and with me, as always, is Mr. Adam Schmidt. How are you today, sir? Doing really well. I'm going to be moving around and making noise and being distracting because I didn't prepare my headphones before this one. Uh, you were ready. To, you you were excited to get this thing started. I mean, you got this thing set up, clicked in, like not even, hey, you ready to go? All right, here we go. Let's do it. You want to talk about this? You want to talk about what we're getting into tonight? You know nope. What? No pregaming this week. I don't no, know. What, no pre-show. Old old boy's like, I don't want to be here tonight. I am going to do this. I, Adam, Adam Schmidt, just click in, click out, get in, get out. Let's go. Not true. I am very happy to be here. Um, I just have no idea if anybody can hear me because I can't hear myself yet. Yeah, I can hear you. I think you're going to be all right. Although every time, uh, every time we move around with these headphones, it ends up going off half the time in our head. But no, we're good to go, bud. I think we're good. We're I've got a walking story. You've got something. Yeah, we've got we, we've got a couple things to do. But we're we're good. We're gonna I, we're gonna talk some hoops though. Yeah, I mean, so I mean that's thing. gonna be the bulk of this. That's gonna be the bulk of this podcast, hundred percent. Um, but that being said, we're gonna start off. We'll start off with Reese's. Uh, there's no mountain. We're not gonna do a Mount Rushmore today. I didn't watch the comedy segment. Uh, I did not prepare for the Mount Rushmore. It was a busy week in Toledo. I usually do it when I'm out of town. I ain't watching anything. It was a little busy out there, so. I didn't get I didn't get my show prep done and I apologize for that. But I did watch some NBA playoff basketball. So I did some show prep that way. That's that's absolutely show show prep. That's right. That's what I have to tell my wife when I have it on at night. Yeah. Yeah. It's I gotta you do have it. To. It's show prep, man. I gotta get ready. That's right. You know, when you know this pays the bills. So <laughs> that's right. We have to be ready. But we're gonna start off. Um, I want to know all about your, your Adam's back out and about. The weather's getting nice. We've got um, what do you call it? Uh, beautiful weather. Adam's back out walking again. Yeah. Before we get into your walking story, I want you to tell us this. I went back to something. I was at. I was out at uh, Walmart, and I was thinking it's hard to find anything. And this was before you sent me the list of. I think it's ninety something. Reese's we've we've had now quite a few yeah a lot a lot uh and I was looking around in the old wall in the old Walmart and uh and I came across one and I was like I don't remember this and and I started thinking I was like I do we did have this but it was in your refrigerator before we had it and I don't I think it did it shame yeah. I think it didn't do what it was supposed to do. So I want to come back to this because I'm really excited about it. And I think it's going to be something that's really good. Good. Are so you ready for this? Room temp is is yes. a key part of, of this. Okay. So this is going back to Reese's Creamy. I don't know if you remember this, but we both yeah. bit into it and went, this just tastes like a Reese's peanut butter cup. <laughs> I And it was a little chilled. I think it was, I, I want to say yeah, the right. fridge may have had something to do with it. So I want to go back to the Reese's creamy peanut butter cup. This is creamy peanut butter uh, inside these cups. 
Very good. So is, go ahead. <laughs> so um, we, we've got fans just trying to knock down the doors coming in here. Um, <laughs> this is the coolest thing. <laughs> I love it. I wish we had cameras we could turn around. If we had cameras we could turn around, you could see my wife with a dry erase marker writing backwards on the mirror. So That's it so looks impressive. so it looks straight to me. Uh and and telling us what we need to do. So I need to bring up pants. No, Parker's. What can we got here? Bring up she's a pretty good backwards writer. Oh, That's she almost screwed really, the E up. The E's okay. a tough one. Trying to write an E backwards. I couldn't do that. Yeah, first try. No S way. was right too. Oh, and she got a, a hyphenated. Is that hyphenated? Apostrophe. Parker's shirt. Yes. Got you, babe. No problem. Oh, there might be more. Oh, there's oh. more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What else yes. we got here? Let's see. If you want, you can open the door. Now, at this point in time, there's no point. <laughs> oh, she screwed the S up. <laughs> oh, no. It was the E. I told you the E's hard. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's in the dryer. Okay. Well done. Thank you. We'll do. Uh all right. So Adam, you've already had your first one down. Two. That might that you've had two down. Can you tell a difference between this now that it's warmer? It's not not chilled. Can you f- taste the difference in the creamy? Um no. I see I'm so I, bummed out. I don't taste the difference. I think I taste a little bit of a difference between the the room temperature and the cold. But mm. it's still really, really, really close to the. Let me tell you, if you look at this, and you're not going to be able to see it very good on the on the YouTube, but it looks so creamy on the picture, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I want, I want that. I want it. I want it to be that. And it's, it's almost maybe it's a little softer, perhaps. I don't know because it's you know no after regular Reese's cup it 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 does taste like it man what a bummer I mean is it a bummer I you know we we had a Reese's cup yeah you know uh, I just really thought that it was gonna be better I was so excited it was gonna be better that I got it it does look really delicious on the packaging it does and I how I mean how would you describe a regular the the peanut butter in the regular Reese's cup, it's almost like mush, crumbly or something. Yeah, okay, yeah, kind of mush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. I feel like this is the same. Yeah, yeah. It looks exactly the same. I know. I think. Yeah, it doesn't look like it. Like the package, not at all. What a bummer! Mm. I was so excited about this. Hey, uh, smart move by. The Reese's folks to uh, market it so that you yep. buy more. Yeah, I'm gonna Keep try trying them different way. ways. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well done on their part. All right. Well, you uh, are you are you re-rating this or is it? No, there's no point. Same as <laughs> okay. So disappointed. It would end up being lower because of how disappointed <laughs> I am right now. <laughs> thank you. Um. All right. Yeah. I, still Sorry. delicious. I mean, nah, thank so you. I for- so I didn't watch. I didn't watch the comedy special. Um, we decided, I decided I, I didn't do anything for the, for the, uh, Oh, the Mount Rushmore, Mount Rushmore. and you the Reese's was a, the Reese's was a, was a total and utter disaster. 
However, I do agree with you. Like, I, I think there is a little bit of a difference there. I mean, yes, either way, that if is really If there's a difference, right it's so slight. You could give it's me two of them. I could eat them both, and I couldn't tell you which one it was. Yeah, but you mean between the regular and this one? I think I might be able to tell. I, I just mean between the, the temperature. Oh, oh no, 100%. Because the other one I thought was, a, was it out of your fridge? Because I thought it was kind of cool yeah. when you got it, right? Yeah. And I was thinking, man, this is supposed to be creamy. Like I, well, I remember eating it going, I bet that's what made it this way was that it was in the fridge. Yeah. I bet that. I, I was sense. thinking, I, make, I bet that's what it was. And I, now I'm 100% wrong. I mean, I'm going to eat all four of these still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't you yeah. worry about that. Yeah, I'll, I'll eat the other two on the way home for sure. There you go. Um, and then not brush my teeth and go right to bed. Oh, no, I'm man. Just kidding. I mean, I'll do that. It's okay if you do that. It doesn't bother no, me at all. I will not do that. Can I tell you something? What's that? Might be totally gross, but I'd say 75% of the days I just brush my teeth in the morning. Yeah. I I brush and of those 25%, I will say that maybe 5%, I'll do a little Listerine at night instead of brushing. I'll just be like, I feel like I need to do something. Mm-hmm. Throw a little Listerine down. Yeah. Um, which is better than nothing for sure. Mm-hmm. I I would say for a long time, I was I was I would do morning brushes and then sometimes not do the night brush or sometimes do the night brush. It was, maybe it was 50, 50, 60, 40, something like that. The last three, four, five, three, four years, at least probably I'm like 95% night brush as well. COVID got here and he's like every cleaning I can do at any, any time I'm in. I think just every time I go to the dentist and I'm like, you have a cavity. I'm like, Oh God. I, I haven't had any cavities here in the last few years. Yeah. I guess we've got to have a root canal. Okay. But I don't know about right. cavity. Yeah. <laughs> That's different than a cavity, though. Uh, yeah, different, yeah. So. yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm from an old cavity. And then with the with flossing, I'm much better now than I used to be with that too. But at, there are still sometimes I'll go a week, two weeks mm. sometimes. No floss. Now, that's where I we differ. You're a big flosser, huh? That's key, man. That's a big I'm Sorry, finishing off that last one. I am I've got a water pick. Don't know how to use it. First time I put it in my mouth, water went everywhere. I've never used it since. Got it like five years ago. I thought it was the coolest thing. Too much for me. Too much. That being said, a day for teeth. hundred percent. Yeah, but it makes just as big a mess. <laughs> Speaking of, we'll come back to this. Okay. How's the bidet been working out? Uh, I'm getting a little better at it, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, are you leaving it on longer, like getting a real deep yeah. clean? Yeah. Now, do you hold the butt cheeks open or just let it do its job? I let it go. I, I'll move around and, mm-hmm. and make sure yeah. I get it thorough. I'm a big, uh, like you take, you got the left, you got the whole, like the whole cheek, the cheek, both cheeks are on both sides, mm-hmm. but I'm big on opening up the left side, lifting up the left side and kind of pulling the right side to the left, I see. grabbing, opening a little bit and do the same thing back the other way. And Lift. now I feel like I've opened it a little more, lift and separate. then turn the nozzle on 
and get a real good clean. So I don't hold the cheeks open, but I do do a little uh, butt maneuvering sure. to make sure that the entire anus is open for cleaning. Okay, good. Thanks for sharing that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I to me, I think so far it's it's all about uh, relaxing. Oh, that's oh, that's huge. You get tight, bud, and you're you're swallowing water the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you you might not be getting as clean as as you need to. Mm-hmm. If you're closing it off mostly because you're mm-hmm. like all nervous about all that, which up. I mm-hmm. which I am, and I'm I I have been, but I'm I'm getting a little better at, you know, mm-hmm. re- relaxing everything so that you get the thorough. Uh, the thorough so are you clean. still using toilet paper, or do uh, you just get a couple rags that you just dry off with? No, 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 no. I still use. I I still prefer the uh the wipes. Hundred percent. I'm definitely a wipe guy. Yeah. My mom works for. We've talked about this. She's a rotor rooter. She thinks says it's going to cost you two hundred fifty dollars to get your. Well, $250 every three years is worth using those wipes. Absolutely. Thousand percent of Easily. the time. Easily. Thousand percent. I've I haven't had any problems so far with mm. uh with wipes. And I've been using them long before I had the before I had the bidet. Mm-hmm. So I use both now. Nice. Good work. Anyway, uh, back to what I'll say. So so the 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 bidet for the mouth, your tooth water flaw, pick. water pick. I keep a bag of floss picks in my truck. And I floss probably three times a day while I'm driving down the road. Lady I work with does the same thing. And it is made like, so they do this thing at my dentist where they like, they like touch your gums with these, like with a, with a little pick, you know, that mm-hmm. they pick the plaque off with yep. and they like four, three, one, one, three, three, four, four, one, three. Yeah. Do they do that for you? <laughs> yeah. Never yeah. did that yeah. as a kid. Never did that as a kid. Every other time I go to the dentist now, they do it. It, and I laugh so hard while they're doing it. And they're like, I like, I, I think it's so funny. And I love talking to them about it. Like, you, this is the craziest thing in the world. Or they'll be like, can I get someone in for a tooth? Da, 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 da. And I'm like, all right, baby, let's go ones and twos. Let's go ones and twos. <laughs> two, two, one, 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 two, 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 three, 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 two, 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 three, four. Bleeding on mesial left, right, upper. And I'm like, I don't know what these mesials are and all this stuff, but I'm loving every bit of it. It's the funniest thing in the world. Binary code for teeth. Yes. So, uh, but I went from like, you know, a lot of threes and a couple fours to mostly ones and twos and very little bleeding. So you found that ones and twos are, are oh, definitely. I, oh, I asked. Okay. I'm asking. I'm like, well, and I can always tell because the threes and fours are in the back corner uh-huh. and you get into the Hard ones reach. as you come to the front and back over to the threes and fours. Sure. But now in the back, I'm running on twos and threes. No fours, very little bleeding. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, and you attribute that mostly to uh, regular flossing? Regular flossing, 100%. That's good. That's good work. I tested her. She said, you got them floss, get those floss picks, stick them in your truck. You're driving around all day, do it. So I did it. Works, huh? And I and I lied to her the one time. I was like, ah, I haven't, I haven't got them yet. I want to try it. I I lied to her just so they wouldn't make up numbers. I don't know if they're just they're just running through a bunch of numbers. They're probably making this crap up. One 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 two two three three <laughs> one three two. I don't know how they're doing it. They're good. They knew what was going on. They're right. Nice. nice. It's amazing how a dentist would be right about teeth, but she has <laughs> four gums. Yeah. I always I always tell her I'm like, you've got the worst job in the world. You got to sit there and stare at a bunch of nasty tongues. Yeah. And ever since I told her that, she puts a tongue cleaner in my bag every time I leave. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, so I guess I'm the gross one. <laughs> Excuse me. Have you ever used a tongue scraper? We've had to have talked about this. I don't know. I Have we? 
I don't remember. I but. think being a dentist is the grossest job in the world because you have to stare at tongues all day long. Yeah. There are some tough tongues out there, I'm sure. I have used a tongue scraper uh-huh. a few times. Not a lot. Yeah. No, I mean, maybe 15 times in my life. I bought one a couple of years ago. I'm a brusher. I brush the tongue. Okay. See, I, I usually don't even think about brushing the tongue. I always brush my tongue. I know you're supposed hand. to do that, but I just, I don't know. Especially since I went to the electric, um, uh-huh. it's telling me every 30 seconds and it's the full two minutes. Yep, yeah. Yep. But, uh, and then it's, and then it's over and I'm like, okay, I'm getting these teeth real good. Cause two minutes is a long time. Mm-hmm. Brush teeth. Yes, it is. And, uh, but I do it the entire thing every time. And, but then it's off and I'm like, oh. All right. And I don't even think, oh, but I didn't brush my tongue. Yeah. I just, and so I don't know, but I do use, um, I do use the, um, oh, a little mouth rinse wash. Mouthwash. Yeah. A little mouthwash. Yeah. 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 Nice. I started nice. that. I started doing that last couple of years too. Yeah. The, uh, I'm a big Listerine guy. I feel like it burns your mouth up and that's gotta be good. Like <laughs> yeah. if it burns your mouth, then <laughs> that thing is cleaning, baby. Yeah. Rinse it out. Let's go. Let me ask you this. Do, do you do the mouthwash, the Listerine, and then rinse your mouth out with water right away? Or do you let leave it sit? No, you're not supposed to rinse it out right away. I, I kind of thought that might be the case. Yeah, I, I, I do. Yeah, it's hard to just hold that in there, man. So I'll rinse it, spit it, and then I give two big, like, I got to get this, you know, like when you eat something hot. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I got to get my tongue back to a normal flavor because it's like my tongue's been spiced out of its mind and then yeah and then i rinse right away your tongue spiced out of its mind that's yeah i like that. that's the way it is <laughs> okay adam what so before we get into the nba playoffs we've we've got where it's big hygiene week uh obviously because we are we are in it is may national hygiene month um so uh now that we have gotten through the hygiene segment uh, cleaning buttholes, um, cleaning teeth, yeah. cleaning tongues. Um, I just want to apologize to everybody listening and watching this. Why we're giving, I mean, I feel like, th- I mean, <laughs> there are people out there that don't know how clean they could really get orifices mm-hmm. on their bodies. Yeah. And we just help them with two. Good. I hope this, yeah, you know what? Everybody can relate to these things. People, everybody, everybody poops. Everybody poops. Literally listen to a song about that this just an hour before you got here, before my kids went to bed. Mm-hmm. There's some song on Alexa called Poop, and it basically says everybody poops. Huh. And everybody, almost everybody brushes their teeth. I mean, you. <laughs> I met a couple. You, yeah. If you drive through Price Hill and stuff. Yeah. I, I, and the, the lady that I think was selling some some goods and services on Glenway Avenue earlier today didn't have any, so can't brush. Probably why her goods and she's probably trying. She probably uses that as a bonus when she's trying to sell her goods and services. Maybe. I don't know. I I don't know. Depends on what part of Glenway you're on. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it doesn't. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, it could. Yeah, it probably does depend. It was was the, uh, it was around the Burger King over by, you know, West High. um, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Before you get out to Price Hill Chili there. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah, the the what? Ferguson. Did you Glenway. buy? Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> goodness. No. Goodness. No. You weren't buying what she was selling. huh? Uh-uh. No, I don't blame uh-uh. you. No. Uh, was this part of your walk? That's a long way to no, walk. No. I was. No, I was driving home from from basketball tonight. But um, 
I do have a story uh, from I actually went for a run the other day. Oh, so is this running to, story with a, with Cracker Thug? This is a running story, and that actually that detail may come into play here. Okay. All right. So walking stories with Cracker Thug. Do 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 do. Walking stories with Cracker Thug. Wow. I I did go for a jog uh, the other day, and I. No, first of all, felt terrible because man, am I just in not good shape now? Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> I was running, and I'm I'm as I'm going, I'm just making up the turns as I usually do when I walk. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I I was I left thinking if I'm gonna run, I'm gonna I'm gonna go a mile, mile and a half, something yeah. like that. You got a watch app going. You got a phone app going. You got earpiece, no. and you don't know. So how so, do you know if you? So, so here's the thing. I have to kind of guess, and I've done all all around there. I've gone, I've gone so so much that I kind of have an idea now. But, um, I when I run, if I'm gonna run, I don't take my phone because that phone is flopping around. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you got to have one of the one of those Velcro arm slappers or something like that. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I don't know if I'll ever. I don't know if they if they make one small enough. I've had the same issue. Um. Anyway, so if I'm walking, have the phone for sure, and I even have a fitness app, I turn that baby on, mm-hmm. and it tells you exactly how many steps and how long you went. It yep. shows you the the picture of the map you walked and all that. I went for a run, didn't have the phone. So, no, 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 sorry. Wow. Blow all that out of the water. because You had the phone, didn't you? Because I went for the, the walk was... The day before the run. Okay. Okay. Because I had the, I just remembered I had the phone because I'm on the phone when this thing happened. Yes. Okay. So where you are walking. So we're we back to walking, walking stories with Cracker Thug. I'm sorry. I think it was the day after that. I, hey, that I went don't be it. sorry. Be yourself. We can clip all that in editing. We will. I went for a walk Sunday. It was Sunday and I went for the run Monday. There it is. I'm walking and I'm going around. I, <clears throat> I turned down the street that I think twice about sometimes walking down because I have run into different things. Uh, they're part of this. It, it like loops. There's a street that you go down and it turns and it loops around and becomes another street mm-hmm. and then kind of comes out another part of the closer to my house. So I've had a couple of times where I've gone down that street and had like some dogs out and stuff like that. And let me tell you, most of the time while I'm walking, I'm spending, I'm looking around, always checking my surroundings out and everything. And I'm, you know, looking at houses and stuff. And I like that kind of stuff, but I'm, I'm very aware of animals 100%. all the time. Absolutely. Yeah. Birds are all around squirrels. Um, anything. Uh, you got these little salamanders that run around now. Oh, and those dude, I got weeds. I've got a million of those in my yard. Do you? Yeah. So I'm looking because everything, everything startles me. Everything does. Yeah. So always aware when something's, you know, rustling in a bush right here, you know, or, or running away or flying by or. So I'm, I'm doing that. And then of course, you know, my, my thing with dogs, I'm like, if there's, if there's a, a loose dog running around or whatever. I'm going to have some kind of issue, huh? I'm really interested in loose dogs running around when you're walking and how you get out of that. So 
I turned down this street. I'm like, you know, it's been a little while. Maybe, maybe things are under control. Oh, like you think uh, your friend may uh, may not be may not be down there trying to hunt you down anymore? Maybe not. Uh, I take the chance. I walk down the street, walk around the little bend, going back to where it starts to like. Did you ever get his number? Oh, oh, that. We're not talking about the same place. That no, no, different oh, okay. one. All right, different one. No, no, no. I forgot old boy's number. <laughs> um, poor old girl that called you crack a thug. Oh, that. Oh. Wait, who are we talking about? I, I don't know. I'm just, that was okay. a girl, wasn't it? That was a girl. There yeah. was the there the, was there I, was a guy. I who, had the gentleman caller yeah, who yeah, yeah. the cop. Holla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, boo boo, <laughs> or whatever. I hate that. to see you leave, but I love to watch you walk away. Um. <laughs> uh, yes. No. I I have not run into the to shake the nice man. shake that. <laughs> Okay, continue. Sorry. So you turn you turn down neither of those streets, a different street. Different street, different people. That, those two streets are already cut off of Adam's walking habits. <laughs> I'm I'm walking down walking down the street and I'm on the phone with a friend of mine. And I I I get to where it starts to loop. It's getting ready to turn to loop around where it becomes a new street and it kind of goes around. And there's no part of there is like there's no sidewalk. Mm-hmm. So you're part of it. You're walking just like in the street and everything. Um, I, I I start coming up on there's like a I'm so I'm in I'm on that part where there's no sidewalk. So I'm walking just in the street, but as far over as I can get. And then I have to start kind of walking around parked cars and stuff. Sure. So I'm a little more in the street. Well, on the one on the opposite side, but not too far away, is this guy standing out there walking his dog. Mm-hmm. And the dog sees me and starts barking a bunch and stuff like that. Like normal. Right. Sure. Um, and I'm on the phone, so I kind of am like, I, I notice the dog and I notice the guy, but I'm kind of like talking and, mm-hmm. and just trying to like be like, okay, I got he's got it on the leash and everything. And then, so I, I get pe- the dogs, you know, real loud and everything. And then the guy's trying to get him to calm down. And I realize, like, right after I pass the guy, I think I know the guy. And it's a guy I should have said something to because I was just at his brother's funeral three oh, weeks ago. No. Yeah. But I didn't. And you were on the phone. I was on the phone. I didn't realize it was him until, like, I, I was just getting past him. And I was like, oh, crap. Wait a minute. I kind of, like, peeked back a second. I'm like, I think. I'm not 100% sure still, but I think it was him. Okay. So and I just wasn't paying close enough attention. But anyway, so then I felt bad immediately that I didn't stop and say anything. So anyway, keep walking and make the turn, getting onto this new street, getting to where there's a sidewalk now, right? Making the turn to go back toward my house. Uh, so I'm walking and I'm coming up on, I can see ahead, there's a lady cutting grass, mm-hmm. okay? And there's a little hill that leads right down to the sidewalk on this yard. Okay. And she's, I can tell she's maneuvering the, it's, it's a manual push mower. She's Mm -hmm. maneuvering the thing and she's like really wrestling with it. Oh yeah. It doesn't look like she's got real great control of it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not sure if she sees me. I don't want to walk while she's right on that hill and she, you know, 
barrels down, down quick or yeah. I don't want to startle her or whatever. Was she going up and down the hill or sideways on the hill? A, a, a little of everything. I oh. think that's part she of the problem. Basically was just trying to cut the hill. She was just trying to get all the grass cut and whatever pattern happened. And as long as it's not 15 feet high, she's happy. Right. Okay. So I, so I see that and I go out around this truck, this big, like, it's like a box truck. I don't know why that was parked on this little side street, but I, so I start going around that truck into the street so that we don't have to like meet on the sidewalk there. And I don't interrupt her and all that. Sure. Well, there's, I see, as I start walking into the street, I see on the other side of the street, there's a yard with a dog. It's on its back, having a good old time rolling, rolling, rolling on its back. Right. Uh, dog, maybe this high and so about, a foot, about foot a foot tall, about a foot tall. It's, you know, it's a, it's a two feet long. I don't know. Feet. I don't know. Dog mixed dog breeds. Little, little kick me dog. It's a, that's what I call that. That yeah. looks like a kick. But, but it had like, dog. it had like some, some hound, uh, features like long ears. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it a wiener dog? It, I don't think it was a wiener dog. There could have been some because of that. Cause that is a wiener dog is actually. A dachshund. Dachshund, yeah. Right. There, there could have been some dachshund. Could and have that's been a hound. hound. Dachshund is a hound. Oh, okay. Okay, I didn't realize that. Is that like a? Is that like a um, an ale and a difference between like an ale and an IPA or something like that? Or a, I don't know. Uh, oh, I have okay. no idea. But gotcha. I found that out because one day I was reading a little book, and I said, "What is a dachshund hound?" <laughs> dachshund hound. Yeah, it's a. That's what it looks like. Yeah, it's a dachshund. Um. So anyway, I see the dog rolling around. Doesn't look like anybody's out there, but he's just rolling in the grass in the front yard. And so I start walking around this truck into the street and I'm walking and I'm and I'm getting to where I'm like coming off out the other side, the front of this truck. And there's the lady cutting the grass here. So I'm going around her. And right as I'm at that place, this dog sees me. Start bark starts barking. Sure. Starts barking and starts coming like toward to the uh-huh. front of the yard. Sure. Right. I'm assuming because a lot of dogs electric fence or something like electric that. Electric fence, it's on a leash. Got a leash it's lead, or or yeah. it knows not to go out on the street, something yeah. like that. <laughs> You're thinking a lot of a dog if you think it knows not to go on the street. I yeah, I mean I I don't know. I mean a lot of, I feel like a lot of dogs are are trained enough to know I don't know. Okay. I yeah, and I'm I normally don't give dogs any credit. But I wouldn't have given a dog that credit. Okay, at least my dogs. I got two dumb dogs. <laughs> I I know some dogs. I think that that would not go into the street. Right. But so I'm kind of thinking like he's on the other side of the street, and I'm walking back toward the the sidewalk. The dog continues out, continues into the street. And it can keeps just keeps coming, keeps coming, keeps oh, clo- closing the mm-hmm. distance, right? And so I'm like, can't run. All right, if you run, you're he's chasing you. Can't run. Mm-hmm. Found that out in, in first grade when I was playing soccer at St. Antoninus, and somebody had the loose dog out, can't walking run. the dog, and the dog ran onto the field, and everybody else stopped, and I ran, <laughs> and it chased me. <laughs> I've never heard that story. Really? No. Oh, I had to have told it on here. I, I, you know, I set the, I always ended with, I set the, uh, world record in high jump and long jump that day because <laughs> I, I jumped from 10 feet away, uh, and landed on top of my dad's head. I set all those records, all kinds of land speed records. And so I 
the dog's closing its distance. And I'm like, you know, you know, 15, 20 years ago and, and beyond, especially when I was a kid, Adam would be horrified, would be running, would be, I don't know what I'd be doing, but I'd be really, really scared. Well, this was a smaller, if this was a little bit bigger dog, if it was a different breed mm-hmm. and some of the, some of the more traditionally menacing looking breeds or whatever, I would have done. I don't know what I would have done, but I would have panicked. Sure. So I'm like, I'm starting to get a little nervous because now this dog just ran out in the street and is, is coming toward me and I keep walking. And I think if you turn your head and just keep walking, you ignore it. It loses interest. Yep. Guy didn't lose interest. He, he kept coming and, and I felt him on my heel. He either nipped at my heel or he was trying to jump up or something. I felt him hit my Did you kick him? heel. I didn't. But after that happened, I, I kind of like, did you break another land speed record? I no I, I, I like kept, I looked back then and I kind of started to like hesitate. Like I, I wanted to keep walking, but I also kind of slowed down as he kept coming. Yeah. And so I kind of like started to like lift my foot a little bit, I think. Yeah. You're going to kick him. Uh, yeah. I, I was just going to check kind of like, I didn't want to kick him because number one, this lady's now sees me. Who cares? And some dogs coming at me. I'm kicking that dog. I don't care if you're a chihuahua or a pit bull. I love that. I will kick uh, you in the face. I love that. Cause you should. So, but I'm like, so I, I, I didn't want to kick it, but I did. And even if it didn't come after me, I, I wanted to kick it, but I wanted to run to its yard and kick it. Even if it didn't do anything. Right. Um, anyway. So now I'm like, I, I, I wasn't sure. Cause I had my back turned. I wasn't sure if he was trying to like actually come after me mm-hmm. or if he was just like, he saw a person stupid ankle close biter. enough and come, you know, just come whatever everybody says they want to play or whatever. I, to me, it's all eating, but yeah. So how did you get the dog off of you? The lady stopped her lawnmower and said, Rufus. Yeah. Gerard or whatever his name was. Go, go stop go she like yelled at it apparently knew knew the dog and and made it go and then it stopped and it went back to its yard wow that's so impressive she's got the uh she had the magic touch yeah jane deer stopped her lawnmower and told told old told old uh barnaby to go on back wow So so you had an actual ankle biter on your walk. I think, man. Yeah. I was trying to do what I thought was right and, and try to turn and just ignore it and keep going. And I, I felt it hit my foot. <clears throat> so I don't know if it was lunging at me or <clears throat> if it just got too close as I was walking. Were you still on the phone? I was still on the phone. Did you, what did you say? What did you say? What did you say to your friend? My friend is like, um, I, I get, I got like kind of past it and it went away and everything. <laughs> And, and she heard all that. She heard the first dog and then the second dog. And she's like, you got a lot going on there. You want me to let you go and finish your <laughs> walk so you can concentrate on that? I'm like, I ah, sure. I get, I think I'm past it now, but yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Maybe I gotta, <clears throat> I gotta go rent a um, crossbow or something for the rest of this walk. So <clears throat> finish my walk. Um, 
and everything was fine after that. But did you cry a little bit when it first happened? Like when it got you, did you go, <clears throat> I'm, uh, yeah, no, it's good. Uh, I didn't cry. I'm glad I did it for you. I cry about a lot of things, I'm but I'm proud, proud of you, man. I feel like you're turning a, <clears throat> turning a real uh, page in your sure. book there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what book it is, but that's the book of, uh, ankle biters, bravery or I don't yeah, know. bravery. Yeah. Yeah. Look at you. It's not brave. I just is there another word for bravery? Um, bravado. That's not it. Bravado. Um, no. that, that seems like it has the same root. Courage. Word. Courage. Courage. You're very courageous. There you go. Very proud of you. Good job. You're thinking, uh, Cowboy Wizard of Oz, right? Yeah. Yeah. See, great minds think alike. That's right. Uh, oh man. I wish I could have been there for that. So now I'll never, never take another walk. But no, I, at I, least down that street. I just won't go down that street anymore. Yep. I just won't do it. Old Rufus comes at you, and then you got to have a chat with John Deere, Jane Deere, and tell her how much you appreciate her. And mm-hmm. God knows where that ends up. Yeah, I'm going to end up cutting her grass every week now. I, that's how I thought that this was going to start. I thought this was going to be like, ma'am, do you need a hand? And then you ended up cutting her grass. Yeah, I, I can see myself getting into something uh-huh. like that. <laughs> yeah. I 100% could see myself getting into something like that. Yeah. Girl, you good? You need a hand? Oh, my gosh. Would you really? Now you have to. Yeah. I get myself into situations like that all the time where I'll kindly say, say, uh, uh, offer something knowing that in this situation, no one would rightly say yes to because mm-hmm. it's obviously over the top. <laughs> and then somebody says yes to it. And I'm like, son of a biscuit that I get myself into one here happened to me a couple times yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i i sometimes i want to offer people uh offer to pay for people to get a muffler put on their car and stuff like that <laughs> but i i gotta make sure i don't because I don't, i'm afraid somebody be like yeah let's do that yeah actually if i had the money you mother mm-hmm. uh you mother of of corn mm-hmm. i would already have had this fixed mother of corn that's the expression yeah uh that's my story i you know i i was attacked by a wild beast essentially. Man, i'm so- and you came out alive. I, I basically a wolf. I'm here. Basically, got attacked by a wolf. I uh, yes, a, a wolf. A wolf. Some hound. sort of wi- something from the wild dog family. That's impressive, man. God, very happy that you made it out of that thing. Yeah, it's gonna take some. Uh, you're gonna have to talk to somebody about this to really get over it. The PSD, PTSD could be, could be crippling. It's it's jungle out there. It is jungle out there. And I got milk bone underwear. It's not quite how that goes, is it? I don't know, but I like it. Have you heard? You know, have you ever heard that? Oh no, no. Oh man, from Cheers, Norm walks in and and everybody goes, Norm. He why he's hey, and Sammy goes, Hey Norm, how you feeling? He goes, Ah, Sammy, it's a dog eat dog world out there, and I got milk bone underwear. It's my favorite line that's, ever. That's really from good. Cheers. That's very good. It's a dog eat dog world out there, and I got milk bone underwear. Also, anytime I talk about a dog, I end up thinking about the whole dog catcher scene or scenes in Friday. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, I ain't trying to be no dog catcher. <laughs> that's the beauty of it. You grab a dog. <laughs> All done while in the midst of a giant poop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Probably my favorite part of that whole scene. Well, I smelled your poop for 22 years. Now you can smell mine for five minutes. <laughs> the great John Witherspoon. Oh, 
He's one of my favorite actors of all time. Favorite comedians. Yeah, yeah he's he's a. Uh, I'd love to. We'd have to find a, an actual special that he would have put on him. I'm sure there's something. I'm out sure there he's got more. it, man. He he used to come to Cincinnati, the Funny Bone, all the time. Yeah. Never got to see him live, but he did all the time. <laughs> now he has passed on to the afterlife. Yes, he has. <clears throat> oh, all right, so uh, uh, rest in peace, uh, dearly parted. John Witherspoon. Yeah. So Adam Schmidt. Uh, let's get into. I don't remember what I was going to say. Oh, let's talk about. Let's talk about this real quick. Did you see the Aaron Judge deal? The Aaron Judge thing. Um, I remember hearing something. Oh, uh, looking into the dugout. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you see any of it? I I saw like a. A really quick, like a one, two second clip, I think, or I was walking through the room when they were playing it or something. John Shambi does Toronto with uh, Buck, uh, whatever his name is. And they both start talking, like talking about it. Did you see? Did you see? We both kind of looked at each other and saw that he looked at. And then they asked, so they asked Aaron Judge afterwards, did you hear what Judge had to say? Uh, I, I think I heard he. They were tipping their pitches, and he was looking into the, his dugout to for them for somebody to tell him what pitch it is because they could see him tipping. Well, that's pitch. what they wanted. That's what everybody wants you to believe. Oh, okay. But that's not what what Judge said. Oh, okay. Then I Judge was that. asked about it afterwards, and it was after Aaron Boone had got kicked out of the game. And because there was a whole other thing with a base third base coach, and they were yelling at each other. And, I don't know. So okay, anyway. Aaron Boone got kicked out of the game. Arguing with an umpire, arguing with the umpire, and uh, the team was still chirping at the at the umpire, and he said he kind of gave a side eye to see who it was, so when he got back in the dugout, he could tell him to chill out because he like it's time to focus on the game now. Okay, all right, there you go. That's it. So belief, no belief. How you feel about that? I want to. It's pretty quick answer and i mean it it was a pretty quick answer and there's no reason that he would know that that question is coming here here's a question for you about this before i answer that how often do you think that happens where you can hear people in the dugout saying something to an umpire all the time constantly and how many times do you see do you notice a guy at the plate glancing over for something like that i've never looked for it i have no idea I don't know. Yeah. I, Maybe he was annoyed. I mean, never heard anything about this going on before. I hope he's being honest about that because that shows good leadership. It's it's one of those things like, you know, when you're. He seems like that kind of guy, though. Then, then yeah, and that's great. Also, maybe. Also, also, <laughs> if you've got their signs and they're tipping pitches, he's not doing anything wrong. But if that's the case, I'd lie about it. Because now I know something about you and I don't want you to fix it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh either way, I have no either either way, yeah. That was that was kind of inter- an interesting thing. And it was an interesting game because I think it was that same he hit two home runs that game, yeah, right? Two home runs. And the Toronto bench was yelling at uh the Yankees third base coach for being out of the box or something like that. And so he starts yelling back and and then there they stopped the game and the umpires got together and Aaron Boone came out. And if Aaron Boone leaves the dugout, 
he's getting ejected. Oh, hundred percent. There's no. I mean, he's got to be the most ejected manager. He's got a spot in the dugout, and he says to himself, "If I'm getting up, I'm going in and taking a shower." <laughs> yeah, it seems like he gets ejected at least once a week. Yeah. <laughs> um, good old Aaron Boone, former Cincinnati Red. Uh, yeah, that was interesting. I I did see that. Not all the details because I I didn't know that. Yeah, that judge said that. Anyway, uh, let's get on to the most important thing. We are now in the conference finals. This is the week of the conference finals. Um, last night, game one. Do we want to talk about what happened, how, how these guys got here? Uh, or do you just want to get straight into the Eastern Conference finals? I think it may be worth mentioning, at least in the Eastern Conference, uh, the Celtics beat the Sixers in a game seven. We got to talk about a game seven. Absolutely. And if, but there was really nothing to talk about in that game seven because it was a blowout. Blew them out. And in uh, game six, Philly was up three two, and had an opportunity to put game six away. Was were up and had an opportunity to put them away. Yep, that's right. They were. Uh, they they had played two three three two elimination games. Yeah. Did you hear Jason Tatum? Uh, One of my favorite quotes of all time. Jason Tatum has three terrible quarters of basketball and hits three. I think it was three threes in the last four minutes to really bring them into that game. And they end up winning the game game six. And uh, he basically says something to the effect of, uh, well, you know, uh, I'm one of the best players in the world. So no, no, he said uh, uh, without being too humble or no, something to that nature. I can't remember exactly what he said now. Yeah. It was so funny. I know what you said. Yeah, he's I like, know what you mean. Yeah. He's like, without being too, without, without being too Britain, you know, without being too humble, I'm I'm one of the best players in the world. And I was like, yeah, you had you had a good four minutes there, bud. Yeah. Wasn't like you stood out in this thing. He was really, really good in the fourth quarter, and he had a really tough time for three quarters before that. And then he had uh that game seven was when he had 50 right yeah then he had 50 <laughs> 50 he broke the because it was 51 points was the game seven record that um who just who who had it from the series before that steph when steph got oh. the warriors to pass the first round and uh that record it was like 51 points and then he ended up with 52 that's right that's right uh so yeah he was and then they won that game by 30 or whatever yeah. it was beat the brakes off of them uh, so, as sort of kind of expected, after that, the, you know, people are talking about, is Harden going to be back? Is, the, you know, they kind of showed the list. There's only like five, four or five guys with guarantees on their contracts for next year. Um, I think Harden has maybe an option or something like that, which would be the biggest name. But there are a couple other guys that might mean something to them. But the biggest thing was, Doc Rivers was fired the next day, pretty much. Yeah, and they were all asking him about it. And first they said, do you plan on being the coach next year? And he said, well, you know, I got two years left on my contract. And the next guy says, well, you know, a lot of guys have been getting fired here. You've seen all these coaches of the years. He's like, yeah, I get it. It's a tough – like we don't – know. we all know how this works. It's not – nothing's guaranteed on this side of it. And you can hear him just kind of be like, all right, guys, I get it. Yeah. I'm probably going to be fired tomorrow. Yeah. Would you all shut up for about it and let me get through this interview? Felt kind of bad for the old boy. Yeah. So him, uh, Monty Williams, yeah, got fired, and so did uh the guy for uh what's his name? Nick Nurse mm -hmm. got fired. So you have three guys that made it 
to the conference semifinals yeah. and were fired. Yeah, coaches of the year in the last couple of years. All of them were coaches of the year in the last few years. And then was it like four years ago or something like that? Uh, Toronto's coach before Nick Nurse. Uh, I can see his face. And now, I, of course, I can't think of his name when I have to. But uh, he won coach of the year and he's fired. Better. I remember talking about that. Yeah, talking about how he won coach of the year and got fired. So anyway, uh, I it's weird. It's It's coaches are getting fired when they have winning records, when they take teams to the finals, when they, it's, it doesn't make any sense to me. If there's something big that happens where they just lose the locker room, absolutely. Nobody respects them. That's one thing. Yeah. But it it seems like there are some really good coaches losing jobs. It's insane. The Monty Williams one was, was really strange to me. I I don't understand that, especially because you had, you gave him a different team for the last, four weeks of the season a worse team i mean yeah kevin durant's on it but you took away his entire bench he basically could only play four people he had four people that he could count on on that team (laughs) yeah how do you expect to go anywhere with four people and your point guard missed the last four games yeah and one of those four people didn't even play at the end that's true (sighs) backwards hat on with the strap will everybody please stop wearing hats with the strap like the titans the strap that tightens the hat stop wearing those that's not like don't wear them I don't it's, care if you're the coolest dude in the world and you can wear whatever you want. Don't wear it like the polo hat with the, the strap in the back. The dorky dad hat became popular in the last few years. It's the don't wear that hat. Oh my god. It's, it's a so fashion annoying. statement. Fashion so statement. Chris Paul's sitting on the bench and the he's got his hat on backwards and the flap is just like flipping around out there. And I wanted to rip it off the whole <laughs> top of his head. <laughs> Good censorship on that. Uh, Monty, it's so weird that Monty Williams got fired. It's not as weird that I kind of expected uh, Doc Rivers to get fired. Everybody kind of saw that. Apparently, the writing was on the wall. James Harden wasn't a big fan of. They were kind. They kind of just put up with each other. There was a lot of talk about stuff like that. That's been the way every coach has been with James Harden. Yeah, absolutely, a good coach because yeah, every good coach is annoyed with him. Uh, so anyway, Celtics move on. That was a blowout in that game. Um, the Denver, Denver Golden State series. Mm -hmm. No. Lakers Golden State series. Uh, was that one? Is that the one I was thinking of? The last game was also a blowout. Maybe that was Denver's last game. No, it was the same way. They won by like 30. They beat, Yeah. yeah, they beat, uh, Steph and them by like 30. Same way with, um, with uh the heat in new york yeah when julius randall comes off the floor he's like well i don't know maybe they just wanted it more than us tonight and i was like "Ah, i feel like you could have probably had better words than that after the game was over (laughs) Ah, that's probably not the best thing to say knicks fans are number one awful and number two really like they hate that guy now i know and because he did just didn't play that well in that series but he hasn't played very well since he signed that contract Eh, I mean, he he was the most improved player last year, I think. He or last year or the year two before, years ago, two years ago. But I mean, I mean, he's still like almost like close to an all star level player, and he was the best player on that team easily until Jalen Brunson got there. But man, it it's it's weird. And speaking of that. Did you hear what Kenyon, your boy Kenyon Martin said? No, about but I'm him? super stoked to hear it. 
after game five, I think it was, the Knicks won to keep the series going. Right. I think it was game five. Game four or five. The Knicks win. The first thing uh, that he that Julius Randle does before he walks off the floor to go into the locker room, goes over, gives his wife a kiss. That's very sweet, right? Sure. He hugs, hugs and kisses his kid, kisses his wife. Okay. And then I guess, you know, maybe he does media or whatever, goes in to the locker room. Kenyon Martin's like, why would you be kissing after you just play battled in a playoff game? That's a bad look, man. That's that's stupid. Why would you kiss your wife after that? I'm like, what are you talking about, you dork? Uh, that was, I, I, that <laughs> I have no idea what to say. It's so weird. I was expecting something have, way better than that. I would have a problem with a guy going over to and then, you know, like then people are on Twitter. I mean, that's not fair it. because Kenyon Martin before every game, during every game, and after every game, had a kiss from his wife constantly on his neck. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. The uh, dumbest tattoo in the world. That's dumbest tattoo in the world. The lips on his neck. <laughs> but, Maybe that's why he did it. Like, babe, I got your kiss right here. I can't deal with you right yeah. now after the game. Strangest criticism ever. Yeah, and then in, in his Julius Randle's wife, like, went on Twitter because everybody was talking about it. And I'm sure, like, I didn't hear anything up. about that. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, yeah, great, uh, great criticism, uh, because a guy, because a man comes over and loves his family in front of people after a win. She said, by the way, after a win, if this was a loss, trust me, I don't get a kiss right after. That's a loss. right, exactly. And, yeah, and 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 that's understandable, you yes. know. But uh, you, the first, it's crazy. Maybe the guy you- went over yeah. to his family and loved them gave them affection and Kenya martin like is is like what are you doing that was that's that's not right to do i don't know that was typical bob huggins coached kid right there <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right <laughs> oh my gosh anyway uh one last thing before we go the rest of the way on the playoffs congratulations to I'm just gonna say it, my San Antonio Spurs. Let's go. Ten was it ten? No, they had a small percentage. What was their percentage? They were tied with two other teams for the most. The highest percentage was fourteen. Fourteen, okay. Fourteen percent, um, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it was the most. It was tied with yeah, two other the teams for the most to get it. <clears throat> and uh, they got it. They got. They won the draft lottery. Um, I, I mean. It would be surprising if they didn't take Victor Wembanyama. There's not everybody knows that they're t- Victor Wembanyama or however you say his name is going number one. Yeah. If you haven't seen this dude play, get some highlights out. He's seven. Is he seven six? Seven four. four uh, yeah. Seven foot four, and does everything. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to be fast. You just have to move your legs and you get down the floor fast. <laughs> yeah. When you're that tall. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it's just like the next guy in this evolution of bigger players with skill. Who was it? Uh, uh, Giannis was talking about him and said, I foresee in 2045, every player in the NBA looking like Victor. Yeah. I think, I think that's, I, I mean, I don't know that every player, but 
guys are going to continue. He's to the taller Kevin like Durant. Him. Yeah, it seems like it. And he's very skinny, but Kevin Durant had a big knock on him being skinny. And he's, I mean, yeah, he's had some some uh, injury issues, but it has not held him back from being at at some points of his career the best scorer in the game. Yeah, not, maybe not some points. Maybe like probably eighty percent of his career the best scorer in the game. Yes. Uh, I, anyway, I was excited about that. And with they're like, they got like four other guys who are, um, really good young players. So you add Victor Wembanyama. Now I'm hoping it, he's going to be a Tim Duncan like guy with that, just having the same kind of impact. I mean, yeah. Um, you're not going to get Tim Duncan as a whole. That player doesn't exist extremely anymore. Rare. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not at all. But no, because the closest thing you're going to have to him is Nikola Jokic, and and that can't exist anymore. You have to be able to do more. You have to. You can't just be a back to the basket fundamental guy and be a superstar. Yeah. You ha- which Jokic can do, but he also can shoot the three. Mm-hmm. He also has a better mid range. Well, maybe not a better mid range, but a a better three point range game than Duncan. You have to have that as a seven footer now. You have to. Yeah. If you want to have the impact that Tim Duncan had. Yes. And Tim Duncan's personality and leadership and all that stuff made him like head and shoulders above anybody else that would have his same skill set. So having said that, I hope he has that kind of an impact on wins and losses right away. Um, but either way, it's it's kind of exciting. Do you think Popovich should immediately call Tim Duncan back and say, hey, I want you back on my bench to teach this kid every single thing you know? I wouldn't be surprised if he did. I mean, I, I there's some reason. I'm guessing Tim Duncan wants to just spend more time with his kids or whatever. Or fighting, or isn't he like a, trying to get, do like MMA? Isn't he some big MMA person now? Oh, I, I don't know. Not like actually fighting, but like takes training and stuff. Know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. But anyway, I was excited for that. I, I mean, I hope that makes Greg Popovich want to stay a few more years. But guys in Reggie Miller today might not matter. Reggie Miller, he's 74 years old. Reggie Miller was on Dan Patrick today and goes, if you don't think Popovich woke up this morning feeling like he was 44, y'all are crazy. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, anyway. I was I was excited about that. Yeah, very excited about it. That's a really cool thing, and it'll be good for them. Um, I'm just excited to see this kid play. Yeah, because this is another generational type talent, and I don't think we've had somebody like that since Giannis. Not maybe not even Giannis since LeBron. Uh, since LeBron, like at the draft, like those. There's been players that have become that, but but people that are that were talked about for two straight years or more before their draft even comes. And then being that guy, right? Like people talk about people every single year, but when you're on this cover of Sports Illustrated at 16 years old, you know, like LeBron, and then you live up to it, you know what I mean? That's huge. How many how many of those generational type talents are there that we've seen? You know, I mean, Lou Alcindor, they talked about him in high school, and that was before there was any talking about high school. Yeah, that's right. Um, he. I I am still going to feel the same way about Victor Wembanyama that I did about LeBron and everybody else. Prove it. Yes. I I don't you can come in here and in average 
nine points and four rebounds a game. We've seen it a million years and leave the NBA. We've seen it a million times. Or you could be the next greatest player ever. Mm -hmm. You don't know until you come in here and play against the best players in the world, against the best teams, against the smartest coaches. I I have to see it to believe it. Absolutely. I've seen him. The difference between this is, though, he's been doing it against grown men for a few years now. Yeah. It's like Luca. When Luca came into the league, Luca had been doing it against grown men for a while. So it just kind of is a little easier to adapt to it. You know what I mean? Not just playing guys your own age, your own age. Now you're playing grown men. You're not just in college playing a few older guys. You're playing grown men you every are. night. You are. But there's a big difference between – and look, France has great basketball there. But I'm telling you, the world we're, we're getting really close to the world having the four best players in basketball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Luca, this kid, if he becomes that, Giannis, uh, Joel Embiid, Nikola Jokic. Yep. I mean, that's five yep. of who are the top players right now. That's probably the top five. Well, take out that kid. Probably the top four players in the game right now. Yep. I have no None issue with that. American. Right. And that's fine, but I that's mean, what that's all I'm saying about yeah. when you say, "Listen, basketball is different when you play in overseas." Look, man, basketball—it's sure. different, but it's way better than it ever was before. Right? It's—I mean—you're getting way more out of it now than you ever would have back in the day. Yes, yes, I agree. It's still going to be a jump from the professional league in France and the NBA. It's just going to be. Uh, that's why most of the great greatest players in the other leagues come to America to play in the NBA. Sure. No, no, no. And the money. <laughs> yeah. You're not, you're making all of the money in the NBA. Yeah. But some of that's catching up too. I mean, I guys can go make really good money in China now. Oh, you really? Know? Oh yeah. Yeah. You, you got Dwight Howard's playing in Taiwan right now and he loves it. Uh, Stefan Marbury had a second career over in China. I remember Mar- Marbury. Yeah. I just you you can go over there and still make millions of dollars playing over there, um, not like the NBA, but still there you can go make a really good living. On to the Romain Sato played in like five different leagues, but he played for like twenty two years overseas. Wow! He also spoke nine languages when he was at Xavier, so he could play anywhere. <laughs> Romain Sato. Do you remember him? Of course. He's one of my, I think he's one of the greatest basketball players to ever step foot on a on Xavier's campus. He was an athlete, man. He was an unbelievable, he could do it all. He was unbelievable. I, one of my favorite basketball stories probably is from Romain Sato. I'm pretty sure it was him. Gets his, gets his extra work after practice. Gets his shots up. One of the coaches, I forget if it was Mac or somebody, was uh was rebounding for him and passing to him. He started saying, thank you. Every single time the coach got the rebound and passed it to him. Thank you, coach took the shot. Thank you, coach. And and whoever it was stopped him and said, remain very nice of you to say, thank you. You can just wait and just thank me once at the end of the workout. That's he cool. was just a very polite kid, I guess. And he was a very, Oh, he was known on campus as being very polite. Like one of the nicest people, uh, there just just a hard worker came from nothing yeah like i said nine languages that dude spoke i uh that's that's the first thing i think of every time i hear romaine sato 
Yeah. Is that story. That's pretty cool. I like that. Um, all right. So let's talk about what's going on now. So we now have uh, the Heat and the Celtics, which game one is now over. The Heat with a huge third quarter. Uh, take game one, 124 to 116 under Jimmy Butler's 35. Is Jimmy Butler, think about this. The Do you remember, do you remember, everybody remembers, so the process, right? Mm-hmm. The process. You see all the hair on my sock right now? <laughs> so gross, <laughs> this dog. Uh, so the process goes down in Philadelphia. Right. They they get Ben Simmons, mm-hmm. right? That, that didn't work out. They choose Markel Fultz, number one. That didn't work out. Uh, they signed Tobias Harris instead of and let Jimmy Butler walk when they were both free agents. Didn't work. Is it just is it just the Philly curse that bad, or what? Because Jimmy Butler during the season, it's not like Jimmy Butler is a top ten player in the league throughout the entire year, but when the playoffs come around. This guy is somebody totally different. Yeah. Or is this who he is all the time? And we just don't talk about it. We probably don't talk about him as much or enough, maybe. Um, But he does seem to really, really turn it up in the playoffs for sure. And there are a few guys that over the years they've talked about like that. But Jimmy Butler really does. I mean, you're getting a an impressively hard game when you watch Jimmy Butler play in the playoffs, especially. Yeah. Um, and he he talked about it before the series. He's like, he's like, look, we might not be the the favorites in this series or whatever, but he's like, you're gonna feel us. Like you're gonna we're, we plan on going in there and getting to four wins before they do. We're gonna do whatever it takes. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Yep. Yeah. That's a perfect. He's the perfect star. For the wet for that uh for an Eric Spolstra team. Yeah. Like Spolstra seems to be the kind of guy that's a lot of defense. We need to, you know, we are gonna work hard. We're 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 gonna do everything we need to do. Even when LeBron and Wade and all them were there, they played pretty good defense back then. Like they and that was obviously early in his career. He's be, he's he's really set himself up as his own person since they were all gone and who he is as a coach. But all being said. Jimmy Butler is a dog. He is. He's he's that guy. He he is. Um, I am him. Is that what it is? Oh, I am him. Boy. Austin Reeves. Is that I am him? Is that Jimmy Butler now? Can Jimmy Butler say that? Uh, I am him. Anybody can. Oh, well, obviously, anybody can say it. Austin yeah. Reeves it, said it, it. Yeah. a month ago. Um, I and, and am him. And it's the same. You know, it's the same. Thing that happens with all those new buzzwords, the new popular yeah. phrases. Yeah. <clears throat> it gets Let's so go. overused that it doesn't mean anything anymore. Yeah. And then somebody's got to come up with something something else that doesn't make any sense or is you can't horribly grammatically wrong, yeah. which bothers me a lot. You can't say what Jimmy Butler said after that uh 50 point game he dropped in, in the first series when he said this is my this is my effing game. Oh, this yeah. is my effing game. <laughs> yeah. Or no, this is my this is my stuff. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Anyway. I, people in those situations just say the weirdest yeah. in, in any other 
situation. If somebody said that, you'd be like, what? That's so strange. Did you, did you go to school? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, before I become old man. Yeah. I hear you before we bring the get off my lawn. So, uh, game one being gone, obviously the Celtics are the most talented team in this, um, in this, in this series all around talent. Uh, but we've seen that they have very many holes. Uh, they it, they don't put full games together almost ever. Yeah. Uh, and you've got a you know a great team in Miami. Oh, before I ask you who's going to win this, I was listening to uh, a Dan Patrick show. I've been been on a big Dan Patrick kick here lately, and he keeps talking about how people don't give LeBron credit for his bubble. Win. People always have some. People don't give LeBron credit for anything. First off, they always find a way to discredit anything he did, anything he does. A yeah, lot of people. On who you talk to. Well, I'd say I'd say they're, more than half of the media. Oh, okay. Kind of. I'm talking about the media. I'm just saying, really? like, yeah, they kind of discredit him in a lot of ways. Okay. Uh, maybe you disagree with that. Maybe I should just say the people that do discredit him. Maybe let's just put it that way. Okay. They they'll give him a knock. Oh, well, he won it in the bubble. Right. So guys on the other day and he's like, I'm so sick of this. He won it in the bubble. Like that doesn't count. They were the number one team in the West. They lost out on home field advantage. It became harder for them. And then if you want to say that uh, all the teams, well, anybody could have made a run at it. Well, they were the number one team. They made the run at it and they won it. So it's not like an eight seed was in there and the exact same four teams that were in, in it then are the same four teams that are here right now. Yeah, Do you remember when Murray and Jokic went on that insane run and had to play like four nights in a row of basketball because of the the run they made out there? I'll never forget it. They beat whoever it was in game one of the Western Conference Finals was the next night. And they the girl asks Jamal Murray and goes, so what do you think about playing tomorrow? Now you got to play tomorrow. And he goes, what? tomorrow uh, yeah and you could just see him like oh my god i'm dead right now yeah anyway i do remember that yeah i i didn't remember that until you just said that part right. of it and i do um i don't know what my question was there that was it that's all i have <laughs> i i mean i do agree with that I, I number one i'm i'm getting more and more uh i'm having more and more of a hard time with people talking about lebron won it in the bubble LeBron, the Lakers won the won the title. Hundred percent. LeBron did it. Giannis didn't win the title. Yes, two three years ago or whatever. The Bucks won it. He was the best player. He was amazing. He scored fifty in their last game. Yeah. to win the championship. Individual players don't win any games or championships. They give you a better opportunity, maybe, and they will help sure. you, but they don't win a championship. Absolutely not. No, but I do also agree that I hear I've heard plenty of people say that gets an asterisk because it was in it the was bubble. in the bubble. And I disagree with that. They all had to play by the same rules. In fact, it was probably harder. That was probably one of the hardest ones to win because of the way games had to be played faster. There wasn't as many breaks, but but for the same reason that I'm I'm not discrediting it. I, I feel like it would be the, doing the same thing saying it's harder because everybody no, no, no. is on the same playing field. There. That That's my point is everybody's on the same playing field. What I'm saying, the only reason I'm saying it would be harder 
is one because you're playing more than you normally would, but that's everybody's on the same playing field, but they were the number one overall seed. They lost out on home field advantage. Sure. That that's a big thing in, in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, besides the point, it was weird for everybody, but it, yeah, I, I, I don't, that's a championship just like any other championship. You want to go on another tangent real quick? Sure. Why not? Do you for real? Or do you not want to? Yeah, let's do it. I heard another guy say, what if LeBron James doesn't go to nine straight finals and only goes to the finals that he's won and gets knocked out in the Eastern Conference finals all the years that he doesn't win it? Because that is what Michael Jordan did. Michael Jordan got knocked out of a lot of playoff runs, just like the but but ever the big thing with Jordan is, well, he went to six and he won six. He was in a lot more playoffs than that. He just didn't make it to the finals. LeBron made it to the finals nine straight years. His teams did, yeah. Hit he was he not there? Yeah. Well, same with Michael. I'm 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 only comparing them because they were the heads of their teams. Yeah. I get it, the whole team thing. But I'm, we I'm talk just, about Michael just, like that all that we talk about Mike about that all the time. That that comes up with Mike all the time. He went to six and won six. Mm-hmm. He didn't do it. You're right. The Bulls did. Right. I'll give you that. No, without a doubt. You've got the greatest coach ever coaching them or second, because I'm sure you feel like Popovich is ah, you know, we could have the that debate. I don't, I don't that's not a debate. I I'll take either one. I'll I i do not care. Yeah, me too, really. <laughs> uh but the point is is the guy was making the the this guy was making the whole argument of I'm sick and tired of hearing everybody talking about how Michael Jordan and the Bulls went to six and won six. And LeBron and whatever team he was on, he went to nine and won four. But if he gets knocked out in the Eastern Conference and he's four for four, or him and his team are four for four, is he looked at differently? Uh, Yeah, that's a great point. That's a great point. Yeah, he's not... He, he's or not, is it just everybody's going to find a way to knock LeBron somehow? If you don't like LeBron James, you will find a way to knock him, to find fault and whatever. Yeah. If you're in love with him, you'll find every reason. It, you can see there's – I follow all these – I'm on all these groups on Facebook, all these basketball groups on Facebook, and half of them I got I to gotta unjoin or whatever because somebody will post something like – somebody will post something like – Michael Jordan was uh three and twenty-one in playoff in playoff games before Scottie Pippen got there. Um Scottie Pippen was the number one on that team. Jordan was nothing and would would be the would wouldn't be in the top 45 players if Scottie Pippen. I mean, people post stuff like that. And I'm what? like, I mean, that's first off, that's that is factually incorrect yeah. because Michael Jordan led the league in scoring like six straight years. Yeah. And the, yeah. That Before makes him the number one. Yeah. Does that not make him the number one on that team? Yes. The number Pretty. one scoring option is probably oh, yeah. the guy who leads the league in scoring. Yeah. I, I even and just talking about, best we don't players. even have to talk about, okay, that's fine. We don't just have to say the number one scoring option, the number one defensive option, the defensive player of the year. How many times? Yeah. One defensive player of the year, but all 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 defensive first team, team all defense ten or eleven years yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Uh. Yes. 
so anyway, it, it's yeah. However you decide you you want to. Some people just, just like say things now. just to just to irritate people. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's the same as politics, you know. Yeah. It, it, you know. Anyway, uh, Lakers, Denver, Denver gets out to this great in game one. Gets out to this crazy huge lead, really fast start. I was in love with the pace that they were pushing the ball. Dude, it was insane. I I was I told Parker I was like they got to get back. We are not getting back on defense, and I don't know if it's the 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 height. What do they call that? The uh, because you're in you're in Denver and and altitude. the altitude it gets to you and all this stuff like that. And they talked about it a few times, but it was like, all right, I've seen LeBron pull this move a lot. LeBron was slow getting back on a lot, and it wasn't just him; it was a lot of the Lakers. I, I all a lot of them, and it's like, all right. Y'all need to push this thing. Y'all need to get a little bit quicker on on your transition defense because you are slow, slow. Well, and look like they had less energy. I mean, loose balls are flying around and they're flying around and they're just and Lakers are just standing there. Bruce Brown, Kentavious Caldwell Pope, those guys were playing really hard. Caldwell Pope had <clears throat> a great first half. Yeah, and, and they were pushing the ball. I would think even a lot faster than they normally do. Yeah. Um, especially because you have to run your offense through Jokic. He's the best offensive player in the world. You, and he's not sprinting up and down the floor. He did twice. He he did. He, 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 he will ran the fast twice. break one time and it was beautiful. Yeah. And oh my God, he's going to make great decisions on that. He is. That That's another thing. I, Jokic is amazing to watch. Like he reminds you of the big fundamental he reminds you of Tim Duncan in certain ways of, of the pace of play. It forces you to play at his pace, and he's better than you at his pace. And it feels Tim Duncan-like-ish there, or or Kawhi Leonard even does that sometimes, where he, you know, just or Luca, Luca. right? But he he also uh I don't remember where I was going with this, but when he 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 came down and sped it up. I mean, there was two or three times that he was in full sprint down and was beating the Lakers down. It wasn't like he's got to be that guy. Um, I, I was going to go somewhere with the fact that Luke, that he just doesn't. Oh, I know what it was when he did run down. He does sprint down and he makes a, a bounce pass. The bounce pass is it's a five foot bounce pass to a guy cut into the basket. Yes. The ball hit the guy in the chest. He makes a nice layup, but immediately the guys on ESPN are like, oh, my God, have you ever seen someone like this? Is I've never – do you ever seen a seven-footer do something? Like, do you guys not watch Kevin Durant play basketball every day? Like, yeah, oh. he's run up and down the court and made that pass a million times. I get it. Jokic is – not a million times. I get it. Jokic is the best passer probably in the league right now. My, my point is it's he's not flashy, and sometimes I feel like the announcers want – everyone to know how good he is so they overdo some of the things that he does to make it sound because they're trying to get people to realize how i get that like there's a lot of people that you watch him and you're just like he just had 14 he had 14 rebounds in the first quarter like that's did that just happen 14 and 8 in the first quarter he had 14 and 8 and you know but it happens like nobody even sees it so i feel like sometimes these guys like get way overboard on talking about him when he does something normal for him. That's not spectacular. And it's like, 
you don't have to get all crazy about it. You know what I mean? Like call the game like you would call the game. <laughs> I love watching somebody get 40 points and thinking they have 15. I don't need you to go up in arms every time he makes a pass and every time he does. I don't need that. Call the game. I would rather personally, I would rather go, oh, he's got 40. I swear to God, I haven't seen more than 15 out of him in this game. I would <laughs> yeah. rather see that because that impresses me more. Not you annoying me when he just makes a basketball play. I get it. He does it more consistently than anybody else. But it's like, oh my God. Sometimes it's a little, it feels a little overboard from the announcers. Yeah. Yeah. He he's a very unique player. Um because he 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 looks so unorthodox and he does he makes passes that almost nobody else makes and most other people don't make. And when I say a five foot pass, those passes are that's probably the most difficult bounce pass you could ever make is a pass is a bounce pass from five feet away from a seven footer to a six foot eight guy sprinting next to each other. That's not an easy pass to make to get the ball to bounce where it needs to be. That's, that's a very incredibly difficult pass. I get it. My point is, sorry. Yeah. The, I, the, the, the loudness of it all. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. I, I, I feel like that's probably been done for a lot of stars. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're probably right. LeBron in the past, uh, Giannis sometimes, Luca. You know. Yeah. But it's, I think especially because he has such a unique skill set with his size and his body type and that kind of thing. Yeah. I think people are even more amazed because of that. I want to say, but I I totally get what you're saying though. I, sometimes it's a little overboard, and I love the guy. I'm not trying to take away from anything he does. I just don't need all of that. Yeah, I'm with you. I feel like they're begging people, but, and maybe part of it is it's like, look, these people need to understand how amazing this is. I'm going to talk about him every time he does something that no one that doesn't look great, but really is great. I'm going to, I'm going to go overboard. So everybody says something about it. I've been, I've been watching games a little bit more often lately on mute. That's such a smart way to watch basketball. That's how I would like to watch baseball. I like I like like football. I need those guys up there. And like I do like people give Jeff Van Gundy a lot of crap. I like listening to Jeff. I Van really Gundy. like him. I love listening to him. Him and Mark Jackson together, because everybody jokes around like they seems like they get on each other's nerves. They don't. Yeah. They love each other. And 90% of the time they completely agree. But that 10% is pretty fun to listen to him. Yeah. And Jeff Van Gundy gets all excited. But to hear him, the things that he says are they're so small and minute but you're like oh that's legit like that makes sense that's for i like i i need that in basketball because i don't have all that knowledge of the intuit parts of everything yeah it, it, yeah <clears throat> sometimes though I'm, I'm just like you know what i either want some peace and quiet or i'm i'm i've got <clears throat> sometimes i get in a bad habit of looking on my phone and you see yeah. a video that you want to listen to the to the sound for whatever so you mute it and you look at that and then you just end up keep going um but yeah i i sometimes and i sometimes it's nice to just listen or watch it with yeah. uh with no sound so who's gonna win these two uh who do you think is gonna win these you got denver up one right now and you got miami up one the thing about that i mean it looked like denver was going to just be the dominant team in that first half and but then the way the Lakers came back in the second half and cut it to three and, and and LeBron missed two free throws that would have got it to one 
any like they were they were a possess they were a one possession away. And if you said that when they were down twenty five at one point in time in the third quarter, I'd have said you're crazy. Yeah, me too. Yep. He 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 even missed a three that yep. uh, would have tied it with like forty five seconds left, and then fumbled a ball at the end, went out of bounds, got it and... stolen. Yeah, but um, but I mean, give give Denver credit for that. They give Miami credit as well, or Miami the Lakers credit as well. It's a heck of a that is a, they 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 scrapped and clawed. It was almost like they played two quarters or one quarter. You know, where like they've got to, they know now. Okay, we got to put a whole game together. We can't like this isn't going to happen. This there's a reason. Denver's the number one team in the West. And I, I tell you, it's I, I found myself kind of rooting for Denver, I think, in this series, but um the way the Lakers came back and and out outplayed them in the second half. I, and you know what? I would then the game ended up being five or six points, I think. So, uh, it was a six point spread and it ended at six. There were two two shots, I think both in the fourth quarter that Denver made that were the end of the shot clock and they were stuck in really bad positions. Jokic made the one step back with Anthony Davis all the way in his face, like a 28 footer from behind his head. <laughs> Anthony and, Davis, they call timeout right yeah, afterward. He, he just Anthony Davis looks at him, smile and says something to him. And he's just like, like you gotta be kidding me. But, but that was a, a Lakers defensive stop that yeah. just, there was a crazy shot that went in. Yep. And the same thing happened with Jamal Murray. It ended up, they gave him a three at first and then they went back and reviewed it. It was a two, but he, he got stuck. Like he was in a weird spot. He was like facing the sideline and, and was stuck there. One second left. He took a crazy shot and it went in. And mm -hmm. I, I mean, they had to have those kinds of plays and just it's barely, and then a couple, you know, little mistakes at the end. And, um, for for the Lakers and and you know they they missed a couple free throws and that kind of thing, but the Lakers ultimately outplayed them in the second half. I mean that the the comeback was was enough to make me think, okay, this series is going to at least be even. They figured something out. They figured something out in the end. They had Hachimura on his, on on Jokic a lot in the second half, and and Anthony Davis was able to just kind of just kind of roam around. That's been a big talk here lately, you know, and Hachimura did a good job on him. I mean, Anthony Davis blocked his shot, like five, had like four or five blocks in the first half on Jokic alone, but Hachimura did a good job of stopping him and, and have letting Anthony Davis be that inside threat, right? Like you're not getting to the basket. And, and, yeah. And because Jokic may be most dangerous with his passing. I was just going to, yeah. So you, on you, the may, cut. you, you give Anthony Davis the freedom to kind of guard everybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Stop cutters and, and guard, you know, take care of the rim, protect the rim. Um, when, when Jokic makes those passes, it, it, it's yeah. I mean, that might've been the, the big thing that makes a difference. Now Denver's going to come back and figure something out there. And then it's just going to be a back and forth adjustment, which is what happens in these series. But um, I, after the, after the way the Lakers came back and they essentially won the second half, it's, it feels like um, it, it's, it's really hard to say now. Cause after that first half, I'm like, Oh, is this going to be a five game series? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, now it's, I don't know. This Lakers team has been the best team in the league since they made the trade. That that's they they're they're a tough team. I mean, this is this is going to go. This is going to be the best series of the two because I think Miami sweeps. 
I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it, it's, it's sort of similar. Uh, it feels like, cause it is, yeah. uh, in this game tonight, uh, for game one of the Eastern conference finals, Boston went up by 10 or 12 um, in the second quarter and started looking like they were going to, you know, be the better team. Miami came back and had a, a big third quarter, ended up winning, didn't get to see the fourth quarter, but yeah. one by eight, <clears throat> one by eight uh, on the Celtics home floor. And Miami, I think was similar. I think they, I want to say they weren't as far back as the Lakers were, but um, I think they won a bunch at the end of the season to put themselves in a position to make the playoffs. Right. And, uh, and now they've, they've put together their best basketball at, in the last few weeks here. Yeah. Especially with the injuries they still have. That's right. Tyler hero being out and, and Victor Oladipo out. So who you got? What do you think? Um, or do you, do you just want to enjoy the playoffs? I just want to enjoy the playoffs. Celtics and seven Denver and seven. Wow. It'll be the greatest day of your life. I'm calling. I'm calling Heat and I'm, seven. I'm, I'm calling Heat and seven. Teams. No, I'm calling Heat and six. Ooh. Heat and six. L.A. and seven. Okay. I'm fine with all four teams that are in it. Yeah. I, mean, I think we'll have a good series. I love watching this. Uh, what's Hachimura's first name? How do you say Rui? Rui. I keep wanting to call him Rudy. Rui Hachimura. That kid. He's a good. He's a heck of a little ball player, man. Yep. I mean, I haven't watched a ton of NBA games this year. And I know, you know, we outside of highlights and stuff like that, that we talk about a little bit here and there that watching a couple, a couple, like over these, these playoff games, watching this kid play, he's their best three point shooter right now. He's shooting like 37% from three in the playoffs and he's six eleven or six ten or whatever he is. And he doesn't look like he should be shooting. He went to chuck one up in the first quarter and Parker goes, no, and he drained it. <laughs> that old chestnut. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he had a good game. He, he played well the other day. Um, so yeah. And, and like, like you said before, maybe that defensive adjustment is going to be a big deal and maybe they'll, I mean, I don't know that anybody's going to really, Anthony, you're not stopping Jokic. It's and, not going to happen. Anthony Davis played really well in game one. Great. And, and Jokic had 34, 21, 14 assists yeah. and shot a really good percentage. Yeah. And I Davis mean, played – Davis was – it was one of his best defensive games he's had. Yeah. And he dropped 42. Didn't he have 40? Uh, Did he get the 40? I know he had a really good game. LeBron yeah. played well. Jamal Murray played well. Yeah, everybody had a – that's what's fun about that, right? Yeah. I would like it to be a close game like that at the end with a close game throughout. I love that. I want to – Yeah. Like the NBA is just – there's so many runs in the The runs NBA. can get boring because it's just that one team dominating the other one. And it just doesn't, and and you always say like I, Parker will get upset about whatever game he's watching. And he's like, they're done. This game's over. It's like, bro, it's the NBA, man. This yeah. they got, they've got not just one more run in them. They got five more runs in them. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Yep. I'm but, with you. Uh, I don't know. That's we'll, we'll we'll find out by the time we come back next week. We'll be uh pretty far along in both those series. Absolutely. There you go. I'm, but I, you got anything else you want to talk about before we uh, hang up this podcast? Since I didn't do anything all my all my jobs that I was supposed to do, I, I think we're good. No, you didn't do those jobs because you were doing your real job. And it doesn't happen very often. <laughs> <laughs> I was um, I, I'm like two, I was two months behind on my expense report. 
You gotta get your expense. It takes me so long to do those. I can't. They're so boring, and my attention span is zero. And I, it's it's hard just to get started. And then once I get started, it's like, oh my god, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. The whole time I'm thinking that, and I just I turn the TV on. I'm watching part of the game. I gotta sit down and do this. Turn the game on. And it's I just can't. So it takes me a while to get things done. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm the same. Definitely the same. No, I, I, I think we're, I think we got everything set up for next week because we'll do the Mount Rushmore of lunch meats, right? Or deli meats, Mm -hmm. I guess. Uh, And, uh, and you have Mike Vecchione, the attractives on YouTube. I like it. That sounds good. So um, I guess until then, don't forget to turn your headlights on. And don't forget to bring Parker's shirt up. Oh, good call.